You're listening to Portfolio Builders, a wealth cap holdings podcast about long-term wealth building and financial independence. Here are your hosts, Chris Evans and Taylor Welch. What's up, everybody? Hope you're doing well. Just hanging out here. It's a beautiful, uh, not, AKA when I say beautiful, I mean not beautiful, Nashville day. We're building across the street here. It is raining. Got a text from Christopher Evans, business partner in crime. And uh, it's 80 degrees in Charlotte, and he's on the lake. So, bro, how do you think that makes me feel? All right? Sending me that crap, that propaganda. Thank you, guys. I will never forget the birthday of 2020. Never forget. Hey, I just thought that we could uh, we could chat a little bit. Getting quite a few questions um, just from my posts on my personal wall and then people who are invested with us and people who are in this group. People want to know what are we... What are we doing? How are we preparing? The truth is we have already prepared. And so uh, I'm going to outline a couple of those things. Today. And, you know, I have a very interesting perspective, I think, on everything going on globally. So I just wanted to hop on with you guys and chat to you about some of our strategies right now, specifically right now, because it's different than it was 60 days ago. And if you have questions, this will be a great time to ask me questions. As a reminder, the fund is open as of today. Uh, I am putting another 200 grand in. Chris is putting money in. Um, we have such good relationships with our banks. We've been on the phone with them a lot this week talking about just the markets and the economy. So a couple of things. I had some questions about my post this morning. Somebody said, what do you mean thread the needle? Here's the thing. If so, here's the, here is the recipe for a buying spree. Number one, panic. There's gotta be some panic in the markets. If not, everything becomes inflated. Everything becomes bloated. Now we're different in that we're not like a lot of turnkey companies and that we'll just mark things up and up and up and up and up. We have been selling things below market value for months. How do you do that? Well, you just build a really good team. That's how you do it. You build a really good team and you have your standards high enough that you don't accept anything beneath those standards. But I'll tell you what's happening now. What I think is going to happen over the next few weeks is, you know, people are a little bit spooked. People are a little bit afraid. And this is age old wisdom, y'all. This is Charlie Munger. This is Warren Buffett. This is intelligent investor. You want to make decisions when everyone else is retreating. You want to advance when everyone else is retreating. You want to make you want to invest when everybody else is pulling their money out of the market. Here's the only thing that's happening right now is money's not disappearing. The velocity is slowing down. And so where do you think that this money is? There's actually more money in the market right now than there was a week ago. More money in the market right now than there was a month ago. $1 trillion. They're estimating $2 trillion are going to come into, this, uh, come into circulation. There's more money than ever before. But what's happening is the velocity of it is slowing down. And so what we're doing is we are going out and taking up a lot of opportunities and they're making us money. We're making money on them. Our portfolio is profitable. We didn't lose any money in the crash that happened in Wall Street the last 10 days. We haven't lost any value. We haven't, nothing's gone backwards. And so with the questions that you're asking, you know, what about people not paying uh, rent? What's up, Carrie Ann? What's up, 
the man. What's up, James? Chad. You guys ask me questions too because I could talk and talk and talk and talk and just talk and talk and talk forever. But I want to make sure it's applicable for you as maybe some of you on here are already investors in the fund. Some of you are already clients. You're buying properties. But whatever it is that you want me to speak on, I will speak on it. But the opportunity right now is to take up grounds that other people are uh, are afraid to take. So let me get some questions that I got over Messenger. By the way, I predicted this. Um, you don't want multifamily right now because multifamily is a bunch of people stacked up on top of each other and they're all quarantines and people don't perceive it as safe. So you are welcome. This is for some of you, this is your first validation of Taylor Welch and Chris Evans. I'm sorry that it had to be on such terms, but listen to me when I speak because I'm not just you know, pontificating like all of these marketers are. I've actually looked into this and I've studied all of it and I've gone through the recesses of history and I've put together my thoughts for you. So I'm going to let your questions come up. These are some questions that I got over Messenger. And while I'm answering these, please post questions inside of this Facebook Live and I will talk to you about anything that you want to know. Be that the IMF, World uh, Central Bank, the Fed, interest rates, 10-year treasury yields, uh, how we find opportunities, blah, 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 whatever you want. Okay. Somebody asks, uh, I want to put money in the fund, but I want to know about your team. What are your backgrounds? What are your backgrounds? How did you guys decide to get into this business? I've written about this elsewhere. If you've gotten our book, uh, you've you've seen a little bit about why we got in this background. But let me tell you this. We have been amping up our team the last 90 days. So my experience, first and foremost, I worked at a company called Memphis Invest, uh, managed about 6,000 houses, moved into marketing. We bought hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of houses per month in Memphis. When we opened an office in Houston, Texas, they sent me and my manager to Houston. We built that office. I got into marketing, forgot all about it because I've loved marketing, started getting back into it. Uh, and I'll tell that story later. I just hired one of my dear friends. His name is Taylor Street Matter. You may have seen me tag him in the group. He's the one that trained me at Memphis Invest way back in the day. This dude has probably written 6,000 leases. He is, uh, he is the man. He has so much experience. He's, been, uh, he's built a wholesale business and uh, he's a genius. He's absolutely genius. So we just hired him. We hired a guy named Casey, who is now our renovations director. Um, he's used to doing 10, 15, 20 renovations at a time. And he's really able to go in systematically and make sure that our houses that we acquire are being renovated on time, under budget, quality control. I just saw him in a sauna uh, a couple hours ago and he said, hey, I didn't like this based on the pictures. Can you go back out? Can you fix it? A couple hundred bucks. This is the guy when you buy houses from us that is responsible for making sure that those houses look good, they are in prime quality condition, they pass inspections and they're all everything's done up to code, okay? Uh, Devin, you all know Devin. I'm just giving you background on my team. Chris's background, he was in the mortgage finance world. He knows everything there is to know about rates, prime, uh, foreclosures. You know Chris is the man. He's also an incredible, incredible marketer and strategist. That's the background of our team. Keep throwing in the questions. Carrie Ann, I see them, and I will get them as soon as I get through this list. Thank you, Eli. I appreciate that. How did you guys decide to get into this business? Well, we needed a place to put our money, and there's a lot of income, a lot of cash flow spinning off the traffic and funnels, and now it's spinning off the sales mentor. We have all of this cash, okay? $200,000, $300,000, $400,000 a week in cash flows. 
spinning off of these businesses. And we needed a place to put them, put all those that money so that we weren't losing it in taxes or we weren't eating through it in operational costs. So what we decided to do is to find a place that was safe. So let me ask you a question. All, all of you on here, you're going to have to respond. I'm going to create uh, a question that you're going to have to engage with. So I want, I want to see you respond to this. If you had the option, option A, you are going to bet against, if you're going to put your money in something, you're going to make a bet that nothing in the world could improve. Let's say that you, you invest in Amazon and you are making a bet that China cannot create a better software, that the UK cannot create a better software, that, that someone overseas cannot decrease the cost of goods. They can't build a, be a better assembly line. They can't. Are you going to put your hard-earned money in that bet and count on the fact that nobody in the world is going to be able to outproduce the company you invest in? Or would you rather bet on the fact that people will always want a place to live? Option A or option B? You have $100,000, you worked your ass off for it. Option A, do you want to put that $100,000 into a stock predicated on the fact that no one else will be able to outproduce that stock? Are you wanting to put that $100,000 into a stock that really the value is subjugated to the emotions of the market? Or would you rather put that $100,000 into the idea that people don't want to live on the street? Okay, People don't want to live in tents. The supply is fixed. You can't create more lands. A or B? Chris says B. Somebody asked, why did you decide to get into this business? I'm telling you right here. What are your answers? Option A or option B? Xavier, what's up? James Hodges, what is up? Ralph, what is up? Chad Yarger, Adam, Billy Bross, Darren, Angela. A or B, where do you want to put your money? You want to put it in the idea that nobody else can can do something better or do you want to put it in the idea that somebody's going to want a place to live? Here you find this is the reason that we decided to get into this business. I know, I know that unless we colonate Mars, there's no more lands. And so there's no more land. The supply can't go up, but there's more demand every single time someone else is born. Every time there's a transfer of wealth, where do you, where do you want your money? Jake Skinner, what is up? How you holding up, buddy? We need to catch up. Just shoot me a message. Let's catch up for sure. Hope you're staying safe down in uh, Florida. I think is where you are. Yeah, we want our money in something that is long lasting, that has very good chances of still being valuable. And you want to bet on human nature. So that's why we decided to get into this business. And we had the, me and Chris, we just got lucky because we had this experience. We were trained in this. All, back in 2011, 2012, we were trained in this, so we knew how to do it. All right, keep the questions coming. I'm going to get to them. Strategy and use of funds. If you invest money into our fund, first of all, it's backed by real estate. Um, we cannot use this money for anything outside of buying real estate. It's in the prospectus. It's in the PPM that everyone signs. We are not allowed to use this money for operational costs. We can't use it for electricity. So, how do we use the funds this is what this person is asking. What's the strategy we can only use this money for real estate and there's no leverage in the picture. Okay. This is important because if you're, a, if you, let's say you're doing gap funding, you're doing gap funding. What that means is you are investing the difference between the first investor and the price of the asset. You can also do gap funding with, with leverage. With leverage, we don't really own the property. The bank owns the property and you might be investing, but the bank is going to get paid back first. 
We don't have any leverage in the fund, zero, which means that if push comes to shove, you're going to get paid back first because there's no bank we have to pay back before we pay back our investors. And we can't use this money for anything. This is this is mind-blowingly safe, but I'm not allowed to say that there's no risk. I'm just allowed to say that, look, we have almost seven figures of our own money in this fund. There is no way, like there's no way people gamble with other people's money, not us because most of it's our money to begin with. So there's that. Um, how did you pick your geographic focus? I've answered that later. Uh, competitive advantage, we can talk about that as well. Worst case scenario, you guys want me to talk about my worst case scenario, the worst case scenario that we've modeled over the next 12 to 18 months and uh, how our portfolio is built to withstand that. We can get into that. Let me know if you want me to talk about what I see in terms of contingency planning and I am going to answer some of your questions. Carrie Ann, what is the best first step for someone that's just getting into investing? Beyond a shadow of a doubt is investing into someone else's fund or or gap funding or something, investing into someone else who knows how to do it. They've played the game for a while. You know they're not going to lose. The, they know how to not lose money, rather. This is the way I did it when I was getting into it. I was, I was obviously working at an investment firm way back in the day. But when I got back into it, we invested a quarter million dollars into someone else that was doing it successfully. And I was able to pick up the differences. And ultimately, the reason I pulled that money out is because our process was better than theirs. They were being flipped. They weren't. They weren't treating my money the same way I treated my money. We had a meeting yesterday about this. Just we are obsessed with making sure that you know everything is clean cut. I can show you our books. I can show you the P and L. I can show you the fund balances. Anything you want to know. If you're thinking about becoming an investor, you just ask me for it, and I'm an open book, and I'll show you everything. Okay, but that's the first step because it's it's. Everybody wants to do everything themselves except for rich people. Rich people don't want to do everything themselves. So you got to figure out how you're going to model that. You don't need to necessarily learn everything on your own. Um, I pay people to do my taxes and, and I pay people a lot of money to do a lot of things that I don't want to learn how to do just because it's the best way to do it. What's the minimum amount you would suggest starting with? 100K. Have you changed James Hodges? What is up? This is a question from James. Have you changed your buying criteria recently? If so, how has it changed? All right, blow your mind for a minute. Our buying criteria has not changed because our buying criteria was already so far, so, so much tighter than everyone else's that it doesn't require a change right now. Now, there's more properties on the market that fit our buying criteria now. Before, we had to just like, we had to literally hunt everywhere in the world. Like, it's, it was insane just because we would say no to 15 deals to get one. There's more criteria, there's less, the same buy box more houses fit that buy box. So we haven't changed a lot of our buying criteria, no, because it was very, very, very good to begin with. I hope this is valuable to you guys. If not, let me know and I will uh, talk about anything you want. All right, here we go. Jake Skinner, when do you when are you moving to five units plus? You know what? As soon as one pops up in a low density area that, uh, I mean, we do, we've had a few, that are like 12 units and things like that. But my problem with the big 100 units, it's such a bubble. It's so, I think they're really inflated, really low cap rate, and frankly, low returns. Um, I like single family because I can diversify by zip codes, schools, cities, 
classes. There's no such, there's really no such thing as a vacation model or a short-term rental multifamily. We, you can't diversify asset classes, but you can, that, that's why I don't, I don't think they're safe enough for me right now. And you know me, like I will take it if it's a good deal, but they're just not as safe as what we're doing in single family. For someone like myself who is new 100% commission sales career and can't qualify for a new mortgage because of a new job and I'm not accredited, what's the best way to get into real estate? I'm starting to learn wholesaling and multifamily. I do have access to cash. Any suggestions? Uh, see if you can get somebody that you know who's accredited and loan through them. Uh, there are all who can probably help you figure some of that out. Uh, bro, I ran into you yesterday, but you were on the phone, so it didn't bother. Well, you should always just tap me on the shoulder and say hello. Uh, the only person who cared about contingency was Eli, so I'm not going to even cover that. Nobody cares, Eli. I'll just send you a private message. Um, what other questions do you have? Again, everything's really simple. We go out, we use cash, we buy a property that's undervalued, and there's no leverage. We own it outright. We have an amazing team that will renovate that property, bring everything up to code, and we will add forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 in value to that property. And then our best case scenario is we hang on to that property because we have four or five banks right now that love us. All right, they, they love how we do business. They love our balance in their, in their banks. They love our standards. They feel safe because of us and how we make decisions. They feel safe because of the deals we pass up on. More so than they, they literally, they, a bank in Kansas City two days ago told my dad, Lance, who is the president of WealthCap and manages the holdings and he manages all of our banks. He said, I love you guys because you do business in a way that is tight and concise and is safe. We are the most conservative people in the real estate game. I promise you 100%. There's nobody else who is as paranoid as we are about taking on debt and taking on deals. And the fund is essentially debt because we owe back. If you're invested into the fund, you get a wire transfer, uh, transfer from us every single month like clockwork. We've never been late. We never will be late. It's amazing. Anyways. The strategy is so simple. We go out, we find these houses, we have people that drive around neighborhoods, we have an acquisitions director that manages everything. If it fits our grid, we pounce on it. We buy it in cash. Send the team out, we manage the rehab crew, we manage the timeline, we get an appraiser out there, and then one of our banks will finance the property as a sale out of the fund, okay? So when I said the fund doesn't have any debt, it's 100% true. The houses that we hang on to, different company. So we actually buy our own houses from the funds. Oftentimes, listen to this, this is insane. We buy those houses at the same price point that our clients do. That's how good our deals are. We created WealthCap because me and Chris wanted access to deals. We wanted access to deals we could put our money into, that we could put our hard earned income into that would be safe, that would grow. Here's the problem. Here's a problem. The, the, the reserve is printing a trillion dollars over the next few months. Analysts think that we will have $2 trillion plus in stimulus money that will be flooded into circulation. Your cash is about to become very devalued. You do not want, you do not want millions of dollars sitting around in cash right now. Okay. 
because that $1 million could, that could be worth 850,000 next year or the year after. You wanna put your money into vehicles and units that are going to protect it. Number one is capital protection, asset protection, and then we'll grow it because you know our fund pays 10 to 12% and then you get the full capital returns in a year. So here's the thing, if inflation is 8%, that capital has been effectively protected because it's outpaced inflation and the income stream coming from that. This is what people don't understand. We're starting to get people who are self-directing IRAs into the fund because they're like, this is stupid. There's, there, there's nobody else out there who is offering the types of protection and returns that you are that's backed by 100% owned equity. There's no gambling in this game. It's insane. It's safe enough for me and Chris to put our money into. And we offer the same exact terms to our clients and investors. I don't think there's anyone else on the planet who is running an operation quite like we are at the level of commitment to integrity and authenticity and caliber, frankly, that we are. And the strategy is very simple. We built this vehicle for us. We needed it. Nobody else could provide it to the level that we wanted it done. We said, you know what, we'll just do it ourselves. We have the experience. We got the right players on the board. And, um, a guy named Sam started asking what we were doing. Then a guy named Alric started asking what we were doing. And these are clients of ours. And uh, we were like, hey, you know what? Maybe we can protect your money too and grow together. And we'll offer this to other people besides us. You know that traffic and funnels actually will be loaning millions of dollars to the funds over the course of 2020. Looking back on that, Piggyback on the on the systems, the supply chains that we have, the employees and, and partners that we have. There's nothing like it. Any other questions? What's up, Brooke Elder? It's good to see you on here. I hope you're doing okay. I hope everybody's doing okay. Y'all, this is something we've prepared for. So everything's going to be just fine. Just <laughs> tune out the news for a little bit because the news is, uh, you know what's wrong? I was telling a guy who lives in Australia said, American mainstream media is paid in proportion to their sensationalism. That's the problem, is people are rewarded for being sensational. They're not rewarded for the truth. That is, how many of you know that is an incentivization plan that is messed up? Uh, because these journalists and these reporters, the more crazy and stupid they are, the more people watch and the more money they make. And it's not a good system. So you might need to tune out from the news for a bit. Everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be okay. Any other questions? I'm just hanging out before uh, I just finished the workout in my in my home gym. So let me know what you want to talk about. If nothing else, Karanda, good to see you. Hope you're okay. Nathan, are investors given exit options every anniversary year? Yes. Yep. Every time you come up on the end of your term, actually it's about three months before the end of your term, we start giving you the option to exit if you need to. Um, we have two people that are exiting April 1st. So we keep about 25% of the fund liquid anyways. So, I mean, dude, it's hard for me to explain, but nothing like it. Best first step is to get started in a fund like this. It's inversely correlated to the market and it's non-variable, which means it's consistent. You're not going to have a payment miss from us. That's all I'll say there. Because we are smart. and We know what we're doing. Thank you, Jacqueline. Appreciate that. I'm glad you're good, Karanda. 
Thank you, Kyle. Appreciate that. I think I saw Avi on here earlier. Avi's a pro. Avi knows what's up. Avi would be interested in your perspective on some of this stuff. But hey, uh, anybody else have questions? Going once, going twice, going three times, and cool. Adios, guys. Hang tight. Fund is open. Please PM me if you have questions. I would love to talk to you about it. Um, I'm probably going to take as much as people want to put in just because we have the deal flow. We have the opportunity. I'm about to slam a lot of cash in myself because it's the safest place for me to put it. So see ya. Thanks for listening. Discover how you can start building wealth with real estate, even without experience in our free book, Why Real Estate and How to Get Started by visiting wealthcapholdings.com slash book. That's wealthcapholdings.com slash book.